Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be discussing whether America is turning into a Handmaid's Tale style theocracy. And just a hint, if this is something you're actually worried about, the answer, uh, the answer is no. It's, it's not. But before we get into that, I do have a quick message from our sponsors, the lovely people behind the film Mosul. About this time every year, our attention turns to the solemn anniversary of 9-11. And it's a moment when we reflect upon all of the people who gave their lives that day. 18 years later, we seemingly find ourselves in a state of permanent war. We're warned that the Islamic State is poised to make a comeback. We watch as the crescent of Iranian influence extends its long shadow. And in Afghanistan, our leaders negotiate the terms of peace with the Taliban. I want to tell you about a recent film that ties all of this together. Mosul is the story of the last battle of the Iraq war, documenting the 2016 to 2017 fight against ISIS in Iraq's second largest city. Directed by former CIA officer Daniel Gabriel, Mosul is much more than a war story. It's a journey that will take you up the Tigris River into the heart of darkness of the ISIS Caliphate, revealing an apocalyptic battle against two unyielding enemies, violent Islamic extremism and the sectarian mistrust and hatred that will remain long after the politicians declare victory. The film is available right now on iTunes, Amazon, and Vimeo, and you can visit www.mosul-film.com to learn more. Now this video is going to be a response video, so without any further ado, here's from Francesca Fiorentini of AJ+. Is the U.S. headed for more seasons of Queer Eye, or will that be illegal under his eye? I'm Francesca Fiorentini, and in this episode, we're talking about the growing Christian nationalist movement in the U.S. and how it's tearing down the separation between church and state. This super right-wing version of Christianity has crept into all branches of government, and they've got a lot of thoughts on who's in your bed, what's in your uterus, and which God you pray to. So as you guys may or may not know, I am both right-wing and a Christian. So I feel like if the U.S. actually were headed for a right-wing Christian government, I'd be like, oh, Oh, heck yeah, you know, sign me up for that. Let me get in on your secret plans. But no, I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. And in, in all seriousness, no, that's not where the U.S. is or is going to be. And I'll explain exactly why in just a moment. But before I do, I feel like we need to have a little chat about who exactly the people making this video are, who AJ Plus really is. AJ Plus is the American branch of Al Jazeera, a network funded by the government of Qatar. And as it turns out, the Qatari government is not a super nice one, even by Middle Eastern standards. In fact, Rahim Kassam and PragerU just did an amazing video all about how Qatar funds Islamic terrorism and uses Al Jazeera to push propaganda. Without billions from Qatar and its ally Iran, Hamas would blow away in the next desert sandstorm. But Hamas is only part of Qatar's terror portfolio. The Qatar government bankrolls the Muslim Brotherhood, Al-Qaeda in Yemen and Syria, radical extremists in Libya and Hezbollah in Lebanon. Qatar's propaganda arm is the Arab news service Al Jazeera, which owns lock stock and America-hating, Israel-hating barrels. It is from that sketchy background that AJ Plus and videos like Francesca's are born. Sure, AJ Plus might seem super woke and progressive, but the content on Al Jazeera, its Arabic language sister channel, is notoriously anti-Semitic and pro-Islamic fundamentalist. As National Review reports, quote, 
While Al Jazeera's English language channel is known in the U.S. for its progressive bent and seemingly fitting slogan, Experience, Empower, Engage, the outlet's flagship Arabic channel showed its true colors last weekend in a since-deleted video that denied the magnitude of the Holocaust. The video, according to the BBC, claimed that the toll of the Holocaust had been exaggerated and adopted by the Zionist movement, that Israel was the biggest winner from the Holocaust, and that Jews use financial resources and media institutions to put a special spotlight on Jewish suffering. And the article also goes on to explain that, quote, Al Jazeera also features talk shows such as Sharia and Life. Here's the preacher's response to a caller from Denmark who suggests that the Muslim world should unite to form one Islamic state and that Islam is the only challenge to world capitalism, the only hope after a black capitalist century. Quote, the Jews are the ones responsible for spreading this hostile view of Islam, the preacher explained. The Jews dominate the Western media and they feed the decision makers this distorted view of Islam. No sooner did the attacks in America take place, the Jews came forth accusing the Muslims without evidence, without proof. I know the charge of anti-Semitism gets thrown around a lot nowadays, especially in regard to Trump, but I mean, come on, that's... That's pretty on the nose. I know this mix of Islamic fundamentalism and woke progressive politics might seem strange, but it's been hypothesized that the reason the Qatari government bothers to fund this super woke English language platform is actually to weaken the West from the inside. That's a subject for another video, though. The reason why I bring this all up, though, is that remember, in this video, Francesca is accusing America of embracing Christian extremism. But it's like, hello, you're bankrolled by a government that sponsors the Muslim Brotherhood, Al-Qaeda, and Hezbollah. Are you kidding me? Honestly, I'm just not sure how Francesca, who is apparently super concerned about the separation of church and state and just, you know, secularism, reconciles who her employer is. Maybe it's a case of that whole, I don't like Christians and Muslims don't like Christians, therefore I like Muslims mentality that we see among so many progressives, even though it really doesn't make sense since Christians are way more likely to share their values than Muslims and way less likely to stone them, incidentally. Hashtag not all Muslims, of course, but we are talking specifically about the bad ones here, right? Hezbollah, Al-Qaeda, not nice guys. See, religious liberty, the freedom of Americans to worship any god and be free from having any religion imposed on them, is enshrined in the Constitution. And yet, while religious liberty cases used to mostly help religious minorities, they're now being reconfigured by the dominant religion as the right to discriminate, especially against the LGBTQ community. Again, considering what network she's a part of, Allahu Akbar, if you know what I mean, it's really interesting to see her so caught up with the rights of LGBT people but continue. They're the kind of state laws that allow adoption centers to discriminate against same-sex couples, or last year's court decision that upheld a Colorado baker's right not to bake a cake for a gay couple. And don't forget the ruling that gave one craft store permission to deny contraceptive health care coverage to its employees. Although that one I kinda get, cause there's only so many women you can watch buying yarn to crochet another costume for Meowloween before you're like, Girl, you need a baby. You know, at the beginning of this video, Francesca was making it out to be like Christians were getting all authoritarian on people. But really, if you listen to what she's saying, the only person who's trying to tell people what to do is her. 
Yes, religious freedom, and I would even extend that to be just freedom in general, means that private orphanages don't have to adopt to couples they don't want to. Bakers don't have to bake cakes for events that they don't want to. And ironically, the rulings she's complaining about actually set a precedent to protect the religious liberties of minority groups like Muslims as well. For example, I don't think a Muslim or Jewish butcher should have to serve pork. And similarly, I don't think that a Muslim or Jewish baker should have to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding because they don't support that either. Today, religious liberty is basically a way to insulate businesses and people from anti-discrimination laws by claiming that to not discriminate would be against their religious beliefs. Which is kind of like telling your partner that not cheating would be the real cheating because you'd be cheating yourself out of Brandon from yoga. See how that makes sense? Okay. That was pretty funny, but yes, freedom does mean the freedom to discriminate, especially for individuals and small businesses. How would you feel if an LGBT baker were forced to bake a cake for the grand opening of a Chick-fil-A? How would you feel if a black-owned print shop were forced to print signs for a KKK rally? In both of those cases, you may say that the events are morally objectionable, but they are perfectly legal. Saying that you, as a worker, get to decide to whom you provide your labor is not some radical right-wing Christian policy. It's, it's actually libertarian. Surprised you don't know that. Most recently, religious liberty was used to pass the so-called Save Chick-fil-A bill in Texas. The governor signed the bill after San Antonio barred the fast food chain from opening a location in its airport. In case you missed it, Chick-fil-A's CEO is a documented homophobe and the company has donated millions to anti-gay groups that promote things like conversion therapy. Do you really want to go down the rabbit hole of questionable donations? Do ya? The entire premise of this bill is to make sure that the government is forced to embrace a company that advocates for discrimination. Look, yes, gay marriage is legal in the United States. However, the owner of Chick-fil-A is well within his rights to not support that. Religious liberty aside, what Francesca is essentially saying is that governments, including state and city governments, should be able to discriminate against businesses based on the political beliefs of their owners. That's messed up. Could you imagine if the great state of Alabama refused to give any business licenses to Starbucks because Starbucks donates to Planned Parenthood and Alabama just so happens to have some of the strictest anti-abortion laws in the country? I don't think you'd like that very much, would you, Francesca? Again, the only people here who are trying to impose their will on others? It's not the Christians, it's the authoritarian progressives like Francesca. The Trump administration recently decided to bar health clinics that give or refer people for abortions from receiving any federal funding, even though there were already restrictions in place to keep federal money from funding abortion itself. This move led to Planned Parenthood losing $60 million in funding. First thing I want to say here is that pro-life legislation does not equal Christian legislation. They are not the same thing. You don't need to be a Christian to say, huh, that thing has a heartbeat. Maybe we don't abort it. And you also don't need to be a Christian to say, huh, maybe we also don't make other people pay for it. How would you feel if you found out that your tax dollars went to fund a church that performs conversion therapy? What's that you say? You... You don't like it? Oh, well, don't worry, your money isn't going specifically toward conversion therapy. No, that's, that's other money. 
the church uses. I'm kind of guessing you wouldn't like it, and you may even make an entire crappy video about it. The court ruled that Christian-backed crisis pregnancy centers that deliberately mislead women about abortion could freely operate. They allowed the ban on transgender people serving in the military to go into effect, and they'll soon rule on whether LGBTQ people are still protected under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, which if overturned could mean employees could be fired for their sexuality or gender identity. Well, there's a lot to unpack there, but to start, I don't support anyone lying, really, for any reason, but especially not about abortion to pregnant, vulnerable women. It's just wrong. If a crisis pregnancy center is lying to women, they should be exposed. However, most don't. Most just provide services and counseling to women who need it. And I don't see why simply allowing them to operate is this awful thing. And second, did you know that any disorder resulting in, quote, admission to a hospital or residential facility, care by a physician or other mental health professional for more than six months, or symptoms or behavior of a repeated nature that impaired social, school, or work efficiency are all grounds to be disqualified from military service? I don't have anything against trans people, nor do I have anything against people with bipolar, depression, or anxiety. I just think that if there's ever a place to be really strict with mental health requirements, it, it's the military because they, they give you guns and you go through a lot. To me, it just doesn't make sense to introduce a population that has an abnormally high suicide rate, like trans people, into a profession that also has an abnormally high suicide rate, like veterans. And regarding Title VII, that's the part of the Civil Rights Act that prevents employers from discriminating against employees based on race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. Including LGBT identifications under Title VII protections has been controversial because it could potentially mean things like a Catholic high school, for example, being forced to hire a teacher in a same-sex marriage. Or, let's say, a salon that does bikini waxes being forced to hire a trans individual like Jessica Yaniv. I don't think Anybody wants to see LGBT people discriminated against, but at the same time, businesses should also have at least some freedom to decide who they do and do not want working for them. Other Trump-appointed judges have records that include upholding a law that forces transvaginal ultrasounds before an abortion and saying gay families were lesser than straight ones. With this hard right turn of the courts, powerful evangelicals are now poised to push new laws at the state level. Now, a federal judge referring to gay couples as lesser than straight couples kinda sounded a little bit hard to believe, so I actually checked the reference that Francesca gave. The quote in the video is from a Vice article titled, Trump is nominating anti-LGBT judges at a terrifying rate. The writer says that Judge Joan Larson suggested gay families were, quote, lesser than heterosexual ones. But the thing is, I checked where this quote was from, and Justice Larson never said gay couples were lesser than straight couples. The quote in question is actually from Obergefell versus Hodges, i.e. the case that gave America national gay marriage. The court in that case reasoned that, quote, without their recognition, stability, and predictability marriage offers, their children suffer the stigma of knowing their families are somehow lesser. So not only did Justice Larson never say or even imply that gay couples are lesser compared to straight couples, but the quote is actually from a ruling that was made in support of gay marriage. I mean, I guess it's possible that the writer's advice just have laughably bad reading comprehension, but in my opinion, this is maliciously sloppy at best. Ultimately though, no, the US is not turning into a handmaid's tale, and actually, I would really like it if all of these woke activists would just 
watch another show for crying out loud. Not everything you don't like is The Handmaid's Tale. In The Handmaid's Tale, they kidnap and rape women and force them to breed with the ruling class. Women can't read, women can't drive, regardless of how you feel about it, that is not the same as having to pay for your own abortions and get them in a timely manner. In any case, that's all I have to say, and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Is America turning into a dystopian religious nightmare? Why or why not? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.